to the first episode of Travel, Eat, and Learn. Yeah! <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm Susan Sam Shockley. And I'm Patrick Barney, and this is our first show on the Vegas Video Network. Yay! And as Gene Wilder used to say, it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> so God knows what will happen. On this show, though, our title, title says it all. Travel, because we believe that the world is a book, and if you don't travel, you only read one page. Eat, because when you eat in different locales, city, state, or country, you get to know the local people and enjoy it just that much more. And learn to have fun when you experience the cultures, the cuisine, and the customs of all the other places that you go to. Of course, at your own expense. <laughs> okay, why don't we get right to travel news that you can use. <laughs> Thank you, Walter Winchell. <laughs> My job. First of all, Airbus, as we know, is a big uh, commercial airline person, has come out with a new plane called the A330 really creative in the naming, but the fact of the matter is this one is specifically for short-term, short flights, like from Cleveland to Des Moines. I don't know who wants to go there, but anyway, it's short. And the fact of the matter is, it's got a lot of lot pla uh, plastic on it, it's really light, fuel efficient, everything the airlines want to make it feasible. So for them, they're very happy. For you, the consumer, they're moving with all that extra weight or less weight, they're going to move you from 300 to 400 seats. So welcome to your new plastic bus in the sky. Carnival is doing something really exciting. You know it is the fun ship. They are going to cruise from Long Beach for 14 days to Alaska. It's going to be so much fun because they're going to have a theme cruise, and the theme is going to be the 80s? What the hell happened in the 80s? I don't know. They're going to be very, very <laughs> long sea days. I don't know. Reagan was in. What can I say? Well, <laughs> I don't know. But if you're in Las Vegas, you've got to go to the Rat Pack is Back. It is at the Tuscany, which is just off of Paradise on Tropicana. Uh, Flamingo, I'm sorry. Flamingo. Flamingo. Not Tropicana. Yeah. Flamingo and Paradise. And the Rat Pack tribute show is a 75-minute show, and we saw it twice, and we're going to see it again in October. This is one of these shows you have to go to when your relatives come to town and you're trying to, to kill some time with That's them. That's not and nice. Also has if a my cousin's no, it watching. Really has a really, <laughs> it really has a really good dinner and a show thing going, and they have a great Italian restaurant there, so it's, it's a great place to bring in the visitors, okay? Now, you know I'm a foodie. Huh. We okay. don't know you at all. What are you talking about? Well, there are, there are I think my brother's watching. <laughs> so, they're, they're, you know, I'm a foodie, and I love food festivals. Now, Vegas has a very great food festival. I think it's in its third year called the Great American Food Festival. And part of that festival, it's coming up in all, uh, October of this year, and part of that festival is a food truck rally. You kind of have a lot of fun with this. In fact, we went to it two years ago when it first started. And here's some, uh, some great clips on 
what their food truck rally looks like. This was the year that White Castle first came to Las Vegas. That's Yay! why I finished it off here with Sam, because it was bringing you back to your youth. Yes, when I was a sweet young thing, we used to get a dozen White Castles. We used to go to the beach and park, and then we would fart all the way home. <laughs> you know, I, you know, we put this together. I, I, I love to put things like this together, but I may have been a little out of it with the music you know it was a little too much like deliverance okay <laughs> so I, I figured the guy was coming out with a banjo and a, a taco i don't know yeah, what it was but uh, anyway uh also in the foodie categories uh we have a oh whoa 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 <laughs> uh, it's like that movie up squirrel 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 okay, okay. anyway uh, squirrel see we're doing it again squirrel okay in the foodie territory, we also came across something I thought that was hilarious, Sam, and that is there is a tomato fight that started in Spain in 1945. They get together every year at this town, and they have a tomato fight. Thousands of pounds of tomatoes are thrown, and it started in 45. It's still going on today, and um, it's gone worldwide, and there, there are tomato fights all over the world. The closest one to home for us is two. One, there's one in Colorado that started in 1982. Now, for some reason, they got together the Colorado people and Texas people, and that's who does the tomato fight. I don't know what Coloradoans have against the Texans, but they even sell T-shirts that says, keep Colorado clean, put a Texan on the bus. So obviously, they're part of the Trump immigration <laughs> program, okay? <laughs> So, but, but even closer to home, this was doing, becoming so popular that the Cancer Society got into it, and they sponsored, starting in 2009, a tomato fight in Reno, Nevada. And it, it was done May of this past year. They threw 150,000 pounds of rotten and old tomatoes at each other to raise money for the Cancer Society. I think it's a great idea. I think someone should call those people and say, wait a minute, how about for 2017, um, Las Vegas will challenge Reno to a tomato fight. I think we can do 200,000 pounds in this town. We can cover the whole strip but we with have tomatoes. But we do it here so that more I, what people What did I just say? Here. You, don't I listen, don't you listen. never listen to me, okay? <laughs> I just said we can cover the whole strip with tomatoes. Oh, right. All right.
right, so get on that, people. Let's challenge Reno to the next tomato fight, 2017. Tell him I'm going to walk on water. Well, all right. <laughs> and what's this all about? Oh, flock off, flock off. Mm. <laughs> anyway, Fathom Cruise Lines is it's so exciting. They, they are owned by P&O. They are sailing under the flagship of Carnival to Cuba. And what's more exciting is they're going to three places. They're going to Havana. They're going to Cienfuegos. Isn't that nice? And they are going to Santiago de Cuba. And what's the name of the ship? Didn't I say Fathom? No, you d no, no, the Antonia, the beautiful 700-passenger ship. Oh. Look, it's in your notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to tell them that when we went there eight months ago, I was scared stiff I, because all of the rules and regulations, and you go through customs and you think you might never see the outside again. It's an amazing trip. However, today, JetBlue is flying to Cuba, not to Havana, but to Santa Clara for the first time. From Fort Lauderdale. I'm so excited. Anyway. Of course, they don't tell you how to get to any, any place else once you're into Santa Clara. We went on five trips last year. And I have to say, Cuba was the best trip. The people were so generous, so kind. And one thing that they have to do, they're required to do, is sit with you and educate you to their history. And that was so fascinating. And Patrick got into an altercation with this professor that worked in Moscow. It was so exciting. I loved it. Well, can you believe it? I asked her if she could handle the American tourists. She said, oh, well, we get 19,000 tourists a month here. And I said, we get 400,000. I said, come on, where do these cruise ships get here? But tell us about the cruise ship. No, 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 you are going to be shocked by the conditions of the buildings. The outsides are absolutely, the facades are gorgeous. Many of them are gutted out preparing for That's what makes them gorgeous. <sighs> you are exasperating. <laughs> anyway, the history, the music, the, the food. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like eel. Rice, I enjoyed my rice, eel. Rice, beans, and chicken. Every meal. Rice, beans, and ch And then we went to this fabulous restaurant, and our tour guide was taking a picture of one of our people, and I was so bemused that it wasn't me. And then when we got outside, he said Castro was right over her shoulder. Castro's son. Castro's son. So it was, it was rather exciting. Anyway, we had chicken, rice, and beans, and we had it with eel. Now. The Adonia carries 700 people, which makes it really um, exciting because you can get to know so many people on your, on your trip. Um, you're going to have two days in Havana, one day in Cienfuegos, and one day in uh, Santiago de Cuba. If I can butt in for a minute, because that's what I, I do. Can I stop you? Yeah, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, the great thing about having a cruise ship now to go there, because we only went to Havana because we drove there, or we flew there. We didn't drive there. It's like that woman going to work. No, no. We flew there, okay? Uh, anyway, the fact of the matter is, 
Havana is quite a ways from these other cities, uh, 250 miles from yes, the other thanks. one, and 540 from the uh, Santiago de Cuba. And my God, the roads in Cuba are not the place you want to go 500 miles on. So the cruise ship really makes it easy to get to these other cities. The only road worth going on, the Mafia built when they in were the 40s, there. yes. Anyway, there are things that you must see in Havana, and one of them. Now, mind you, many of your excursions are included, but you've got to see Hemingway's house. Uh, it was, he had it from 39 to 1960. And if you want to get a feel for it before you go, uh, see the movie Papa. It takes you into all of the rooms intimately uh, where you can only peer in from a rope very petite and pristinely. Anyway, when you go there, you see the house, you see the pool, you see the boat, very intriguing boat. You see the guest house and you see his writing tower. Uh, it's a fascinating place and you know how exciting, oh, it's just exciting to be there. Now, talk about excitement, the Tropicana. You've got to go to the show at the Tropicana no matter how dog dead tired you are. It's an evening show. This is an evening show. That's because it's too damn hot it, to do it in a day. Thank you very much. Okay. It predates Las Vegas shows. It started in the 30s and the 40s. It has a stage here. It has a stage here. It has a stage there. Oh, God. Again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It has a stage. Maybe you can start talking it like this. It has a stage here, go. and then the girls are up and down the aisles. It's amazing. They have chandeliers on their heads. The costumes are incredible. Okay. Did you like the girls? Fan I did like there? the girls. I'm sorry. He, he put the he put the picture up so short. I didn't even get a, a memory check. Okay. The fact of the matter is. They are, they were perfect, and you get a lot closer to the girls than you ever did here in <laughs> Vegas, okay? But the other thing that's fun about Havana is the classic cars. Now, we've all seen them. They made the news and so forth. We got to drive in one. They kind of are specialty taxis now. They're all American cars from the 50s, but the insides could be from anywhere. Japan, Mexico, Puerto, not Puerto Rico, um, <laughs> Venice, Venezuela. And stuff like that because the only new cars in Chi in Cuba are from China, so the parts are really old. Yes, yes. The exhaust system, the exhaust systems, they're not real well, and that's why you drink while you're driving there. Okay. Now, so that's still thing you, something you should do. And the other thing, music is everywhere in Havana. People are playing any instrument on the street. They let you just sit there and listen for free. You know. And uh, I, I, you can free. tell, yeah, for him, those guys, they didn't ask me for anything. I mean, they were happy to have a guy who wasn't tan uh, <laughs> sitting next to them and so forth. But they so always I want a fun. contribution. Well, well con of course they do. And, and of course, you know, there are no credit cards and, you, and nobody can take American money because they won't ch change American money. So these guys, you know, you got to get Cuban money, which is nothing. Anyway. All right, Sam, what about, what about the, the towns, anyway, the, the, the other towns? Anyway, the second town that you go to is Cienfuegos, and that's 240 miles away, and thank God you are sailing there. Uh, the city was sent, uh, settled by French immigrants in 1819. 1819, that has a nice little, little feel to sure. it. Sure. Anyway, it is a neoclassical city, and it's a UNESCO heritage site. 
It's beautiful. I've seen pictures of it. Next time I go, I will see it. What about the next city? Santiago de Cuba. This is a town that you're going to love because it's got rum. Lots and lots of rum. It's a, a, it, ha, it has been the capital of Cuba and uh, during the 1500s, might I, might I add. And it was focused in Dance With Me, the movie. I'm uh, sure the, the seven, or six, seven or six people who saw that movie, okay, that's where the guy was from. Big deal. <laughs> okay. The important thing about this town is two. One, this is where the rum came from. Okay, this is where the rum came from, from our uh, drink. Okay, and the fact of the matter is, Woo! I love this. It's better than Havana Club. If you're going to get rum from Cuba, get the Santiago de Cuba rum. Why? Because it's made in the original, the original Bacardi plant. You know, when the revolution came in 59 and 60, Bacardi family moved to Puerto Rico, but they left their plant there, and that's the still bottling rum, of course, by somebody else. That's what we use for our mojitos here today. That's why we're feeling good. The other thing you would like about this city, I think it's important, is that this is where the great San Juan Hill battle was, where Teddy Roosevelt ran up the hill and saved Cuba from the Spanish. So you'll be able to see that right there. So I thought that was an interesting thing about that town. Sam? Yes. Now, students, I'm going to re I'm going to reiterate. This is the Adona cruise it, ship. Cruise ship. It is a luxury cruise ship. It's a seven night cruise. There's two nights at sea. There's two nights in two nights. See two <laughs> two two nights in Havana. One night in Cienfuegos. One in uh, Santiago de Cuba. And it's an experiential cruise, so there's lots of education on the ship, uh, and there's lots of local history that you'll see. And beautiful dining rooms. Beautiful dining rooms. Now, for a couple, including a balcony cabin, including taxes and port charges. Just get to the bottom line. We're running out of time. $7,300. I'm exhausted. It is a wonderful, Let's it's a wonderful price. A drink. All right, speaking of drink. All right, this segment is called Ice Cube Jazz. Why? Well, we tried to be clever. Two, <laughs> the fact of the matter is I felt that jazz is a, a musical a music that is a blend of many different types and styles, and a good cocktail is, is a good blend with a little personal twist. That's why I came up with the name, okay? And since we're talking about Cuba in this show, hey, we're going to talk about Cuba Libras. My favorite. And mojitos. My favorite. And that's, that's what's important. Now, you know, Sam, you do like the Cuba Libra the better Cuba than anything Libra else. The Cuba Libra in Las Vegas, the best one you'll find is at the Cuban Cafe on Tropicana, very close to the pinball Machine, museum, yeah. which is m one of my and favorite And they have places. a great Cuban sandwich. Oh, the best, the best. Uh, you know, when we were in Havana, I, I asked our guide, I said, where can we get the best Cuban sandwich? And he said, Miami. We call it ham and cheese here. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. I don't like, I don't, I didn't like mojitos up to this point, but this made with with that that he's squirreled away under the table. Without getting into the details, you need very good rum, 
okay? You need real sugar, not sugar water that they have in most bars. You need fresh mint, real lime juice, not the concentrated ground, and it's got to be gently muddled, not smashed. Where do That's we drink what it? it? Is. You drink it anywhere you want. Where did we drink it in Cuba? Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> God. Maybe we had too many. That's we got to go down to only one I'm of these before the show. <laughs> we had this at the great hotel, Nacional de Havana, de Cuba. Nacional. Hotel Nacional de Cuba. Everything yeah. is de Cuba. There it is. It's okay, beautiful. it's a beautiful hotel. Dates back to the 30s. It's it just a greatly magnificent. John Kerry was just The bar, as you there. can see, Sam found it right oh away. Oh, God, please no. Okay, and it was very historical. It's got all the stuff from the days when Hollywood. And there is happy hour. We, we find our way to happy hour all the time. The bartender there is trying to get ahead of the crowd, so to speak. And that's where we had. Now, he used Havana Club, which is an okay rum that they make in Havana. But Santiago de Cuba... That's the, that's the Cuban rum you want to get. Now, the fascinating thing about this bar is that they have pictures of dignitaries from the 30s to now. And they've got, uh, first it was uh, American movie stars, then it was Russian dignitaries, and they, up to now, John Kerry was just there. Yeah. But interesting fact for Cuba lovers, no pictures of Castro, because in Cuba, they only do pictures of when you're dead. Not of when you're dead, but when you're dead. So they don't throw up a lot of that stuff like we do in the United States. Look, we're getting we're getting to the end of the show, or we're getting close. I, I don't know. I'm beginning to panic, Sam. We've never talked this long. Uh, we've never packed this long, but let's move on to what I call my Vegas outside the Strip. Now, it's not that we don't like tours, but they do crowd up the ship. So... Now, it's the not like ship? The, the, the strip. <laughs> they crowd it. You know, it's like being in downtown Manhattan, you know, bumper to bumper people and so forth. So we try to find places off the strip, good food, good drinks, good atmosphere. And Sam, we found one that we both love just recently. That's right. Maybe the name would be helpful. I'm, I'm coming. I'm having a spiritual moment here. Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. They have a summer special. It's where a are they first? Special. Why do you want to know? People might want to know where it is. It's like saying, you know, there's, there's it, what? Four it's on Paradise, people? just off oh, the strip. Okay, Shut okay, up. Okay. Anyway, Del Frisco's has this pre-feast summer menu. And it's an eight-ounce strip steak or a Manhattan, New York strip steak or a seared salmon. And then they pair it with crab cake. Now, that picture you're seeing doesn't do it justice because the one I had was just all crab. It's their signature crab cake. No filler. No filler. Plus a salad, plus a side. And this is all for $59 which I think is a bargain for such quality food. But if, I mean, this is quite an experience. You have a tinkling piano over here. You have beautiful conversation with, see him tinkling. with the waiters and the, the manager comes over. Um, and when uh, about a week later, you get a thank you note from these people. It's just And beautiful. it's handwritten. Don't miss the bread pudding. This is an order. All right. Also, if that experience sounds too too expensive, 
They have the best happy hour from 4.30 to 6.30. They have bar food that is out of this world, and it's affordable. So we'll see you there, because we're going to be there tomorrow night. Well, I tell you, it is a, uh, uh, it's something that's really good about Vegas in general. I think they have the best bar food for happy hours that I've ever, ever experienced, okay? Exactly. I'm, ripped, I'm ripped to the tip. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I've known it for 28 years. I like okay. this stuff. <laughs> and I had to convince her to drink this stuff. Oh, God. Okay, uh, you're the designated driver tonight. Oh, you know that? Okay. Good. All right, listen, I tell you, Sam, as much as I like Del Fresco, we do need to move on and... Where the hell is it? That's right. Where the hell is it? That's what we have to move on to. <laughs> All right, da, now... Da, da, now da. We, couldn't, we couldn't afford a whole choir, so uh, we're going with just <laughs> somebody from the uh, walking, uh, Walkers of the Living Dead or whatever that is on uh, TV. But listen, Americans are considered geographically challenged. Because we're separated from the rest of the world by two big oceans, we sometimes forget where people are or where towns or cities are. There's a funny story in the travel agency that goes around that the woman who called her travel agent said, look, I can't fly. I get seasick. Could you please work out a trip for me the best way to drive to London? Oh, God, you're kidding me. Yeah, it happens. It happens. You can't get there, people. <laughs> it's possible. You can't get there. So what we thought we would do at the end of each show is we would do a little contest to see if you are geographically challenged. Now, I know in this day and age when you have a lot of sm uh, the Internet and smartphones and all that, you can, you can uh, find this answer real quick. But what we're going to ask, I'm going to give you a question, and the first one we get that is correct, we'll get a... Uh, we'll announce the winner and a great prize on our next show. It'll be so unbelievable, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay? Here's, your, here's the question for this show. Where is Belize, and what was it called before it was called Belize? What was it called? What was it called? Shh, don't tell anybody. I don't Shh. know. All right. <laughs> Can't wait to somebody is going to email us with a question. I hope they will. At... Uh, Travel, eat, and learn at Vegas Video Network. Let us know if you know where the hell is Belize. Now, we want you to join us for our next show, because we did so good this time. <laughs> our next show is going to be September 14th, and you can check in with Four More Travels Facebook and check out what we're going to do, but we are going to be talking about our favorite place on earth and that is Italy. One of our favorite places. We do have a couple. I like <laughs> Ireland too. As you might notice, I'm Irish. I like Argentina Okay, too. and we like Argentina, yeah. I like and listen, Cuba. Budapest was really good too. <laughs> but anyway, the next time we are going to talk about Italy, that's going to be our main focus on that. But look, we're getting to the end here, people. And as we mentioned before, Del Fresco on Paradise Road, only a few blocks from the Strip, has one of the best happy hours in Las Vegas. Thank you so, for watching. Let me tell Travel, you. Travel, eat, and learn. And we and will we'll see you at the bar. At happy hour.